This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. Hi, I'm Mike Kafkin. Thank you very much, Lance, for inviting me for the podcast. Sure. I've been in IT world uh, over 25 years, engaging in every facet of uh, software development, implementation at all levels. I've been in the first batch of uh, kind of agile followers. Uh, I work with US Bank, United Health Group, and two consultancies, including uh, EPAM, where currently I play the role of the manager of technology services, DevTestSecOps. And uh, with that, I, uh, I have a great experience uh, using uh, BDD. I was at the forefront of the whole kind of BDD and shift left notion and probably one of the first to implement the whole vision, yeah, the concept, and they were templatizing the uh, shift left within safe five, which, which works for our clients and for us. Yeah, nice. I really appreciate that too. You're the only one who's written this up uh, in a, such an explicit way. So why is BDD a better practice than, say, acceptance test-driven development? That's a very popular question. And actually, it's in the um, area of, like, what's the difference between BDD, ATDD, TDD? And there's lots of confusion among HR resources who create the regs and even the middle management. So when we are talking about ATDD, it means different things to different people. For many people, yes, it's acceptance, test-driven development, where somehow using some method, you create the acceptance test first, and then you uh, do coding, um, add your functionality to make sure you comply with those acceptance tests that you define the front. For some people, it's actually automated test-driven development. What do they mean by that? Well, some kind of automation applies when you create those acceptance tests, or you automate uh, tests, or you create automated test framework. Now, in some instances, actually, when people say ATDD, they, they truly mean BDD. And now we are getting to what is BDD. So it's a behavioral-driven development, which is the part of domain-driven development, which is in its um, part of uh, UML. So UML is a very powerful technique. And uh, one of the beauty of domain-driven development that it describes the, um, uh, the things that's happening within your domain using domain-specific language. Mm-hmm. It can be any language. Of course, Gherkin, you heard the word Gherkin. Mm-hmm. It's evolved as the mainstream DSL, and there are a number of uh, automated tools that support the um, BDD and the uh, proliferation of this domain-specific language, mm-hmm. and automatically convert the uh, ubiquitous language, which is Gherkinese, to the glue code. And then this glue code is mapped to the uh, uh, application code, to the public classes, to the uh, basically application which is uh, under the test. And executing uh, red green effect, your feature file, that, that's what you create in um, Cucumber, uh, and at the same t- time passing the steps 
of uh, of your acceptance test allow you to effectively integrate development and test together. So basically, that's the whole shift left started that we move testing, which typically occurs at the end of after development. We put it in front of the development and integrate within the development process. So basically, the whole thing I called uh, a pair programming testing. So whereas that, you probably heard this evolved speciality in, in test world, but actually it's not necessarily test world as that. It's software engineering test. Anyone can play this role. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line, this as that owns the um, uh, the cucumber and the whole kind of cucumber organization, cucumberization uh, domain, and uh, create step definitions that actually act as a reference between the Gherkin um, uh, glue code and your application code. Gherkinization refers to the process of describing the behavior of a feature by outlining scenarios and examples about how the new feature should work. Having these clear behavior descriptions is highly valuable by itself. The trick here is that the people doing the work collaborated with many people in the company in order to create these scenarios, which then leads them to better understand what they're about to build. As a value add, You can use Cucumber to use those same scenarios to drive tests that confirm that the feature works as specified by these scenarios and examples. Using Cucumber to do this is referred to as Cucumberization. And together paired with the uh, programmer, you can continuously run your scenario as red green factor while passing the steps and from red you can become um, green red red eventually until you get all the green this reference of red and green is the concept of fail red or green pass as in did it pass the cucumber test What Mike's describing is how you implement the test before the code is actually functionally complete, which has the positive benefit of removing the wait state that's typically experienced by teams and having them implement the test now. And it also shows the team understands what they're about to implement. The underlying theme here is, if you can't test it, then you're not ready to implement it. So your scenario pass, or your, the entire feature file, it might comprise of number of scenarios. Once the feature file pass, actually you guarantee to meet all the customer expectations and with amazing quality, because if you can only push the... Um, um, the code forward if your scenario pass. And it's all kind of the front entrance to the delivery pipeline. So, and that's the whole essence of BDD. It's kind of, it, it's pretty, it's very simple, yet it's pretty structured that there is a very simple way of doing it. Of course, there are many ways of mm-hmm. doing it, but um, why choose something which is not efficient? And I'm talking about the outmost efficient way of doing it. And that's the difference between BDD and ATDD, where ATDD is like whatever you think it is, you can Mm. probably do it. 
Mm-hmm. So BRD is highly effective based on a very specific domain, uh, uh, specific language, uh, glucose, uh, step definitions that reference your glucose to the uh, application code, and executing red-green refactor, which is very important. You know, it's, okay. um, it's kind of TDD on steroids. And by the way, because your steps are small, uh-huh. uh, simple, single re- small class, single uh-huh. responsibility, you can actually apply TDD to pass your to pass your steps so so the difference between bdd and tdd it's the same bdd is same as tdd but uh, scaled up to the scenario level where uh. tdd is just executing steps okay so uh it sounds like uh, atdd is uh, automating acceptance test and then bdd adds in this gherkin which incorporates our requirements is that about right Correct. That incorporates requirements using this ubiquitous language. But the beauty with that there are special tools like Cucumber and, and JBehave and some other that actually take this ubiquitous language and automatically convert into the glue code that can be connected to, to the application code. What Mike's referring to here is that glue code is generated by Cucumber and then the developer must fill out this this template so that the glue code can connect to the application that's under test. So the glue code glues the scenarios that were specified with Gherkin to your application. And in this way, the scenario can drive pass-fail on whether the application behaves as specified. So this is the uh, like fully automated process, and you don't even need to understand what the glue code is. You just simply don't care. All you care is executing your scenario red-green refactor and start passing the steps. You can pass the steps in sequential order, or you can pass all the steps and then, and then execute your scenario from uh, red to green in one go. It's really up to you. Tell me what these steps are. The steps is any step that either add the behavior, add the functionality, in fact, in essence, it's a behavior-driven development. That means you have, you are changing your behavior, you change your functionality. Initially, the idea was it's the outside-in development that you're supposed to only start with the UI. And that's how we actually, you know, years ago started with the organization. But now, uh, with realizing how powerful the cucumberization concept is, how, how effectively we can build validation at each step of the uh, acceptance scenario, which becomes your acceptance test. And by the way, we're using another technique called specification by example to ensure that each step is validatable. So, so the whole the whole thing becomes kind of bulletproof and, and you can't kind of go to the next level until you validate first step, second step, Third okay. step, and by that validating the whole scenario, it guarantee that you meet uh, all the um, uh, original requirements that were cap- captured in Gherkin. Wouldn't it be great to develop new features with zero bugs? Deployment to production day doesn't have to be stressful. With some changes, it can be relaxing and just another day at the office. 
Are you a developer who has heard of test-driven development, but you haven't figured out how to apply it at work? If you have 90 minutes for a live over the web class, go to TDD Academy and sign up for my hands-on test-driven development coding dojo, TDD Academy. Next episode, more behavior-driven development. And now we're going to start talking about scaling it with SAFE. Yeah, the most powerful way and the kind of the mainstream way is use three amigos. You obviously heard three amigos becomes very popular. It doesn't mean that it's a three people. It's three different points. We need at least one point from the business perspective, one angle of attack, right? Another angle comes from developer. Yep, I see how I can do it. Yep, I see how I can apply some methods. There is no red flags as we go from one step to another. And another point is from a tester who can see, okay, I can see how I can validate build validation into each step and how I can validate it. And in addition to that, uh, the tester ensures how many overall scenarios do we need to run. Traditionally, if you done, if you if you did your decomposition correct way, you derive to the small batch, the invest story that can be captured as a small vertical slice happy path. 